Welcome to Canny Cross Conversations with me, Michelle. And me, Louise, talking all things dogs, running and canny sports. This episode is sponsored by the Get Stronger Run a Faster 5K course. It's great for canny crossers and runners to improve their 5K time and keep up with their dogs. Welcome to this series of Canny Cross Conversations. We are doing a series with Pickles Vet, um, Nick Turner, who I've got here with me. Um, and we're going to talk through some elements that might happen or uh, situations that might happen for our dogs during the summer. So welcome, Nick. Well, thank you for having me along. It's a pleasure. <laughs> pleasure. It's quite nice to see you not in the surgery, actually, yeah. Yeah, for a change. Um, Nick, do introduce yourself to everyone and just tell us yeah, a little bit about well, you. I'm, uh, my name is Nick Turner. I have been a vet since 1995, so you'll have to work that one out for yourself. It's quite a long time. Um, started off with large animals and horses and dogs and cats and everything, and then have been able to do dogs and cats for the last 20 odd years. Yes. So, yeah, and obviously, see a few rabbits and guinea pigs and all the usual sort of things that come in, but I guess 95% of the work is dogs and cats. And have you yeah. seen a real growth, especially through um, pandemic with yeah. dogs? Ownership? Yeah, definitely. Dog ownership's gone up. I think all pet ownership has, but um, dogs specifically. So yeah, real big lots of extra puppies coming in in 2000, uh, 2020, 2021. So um, it's calmed down now, though. I think the prices have gone down again. We've <laughs> yes. been paying crazy money for dogs. Yes, uh, they were. Calm down. Good. <laughs> Right, we're going to do something that uh, talk about something that I know you and I have had chats about before. But um, so traveling abroad, which has changed, and a lot of there's quite a lot of um, well, there are a lot of planning cross events over in Europe. Yeah. Now, so a lot of people travel over. So I know they will know what they need to do. But if you're thinking about doing it, which I am partly thinking about doing it at some point, I have no idea where to start and what I need. And because Brexit's changed everything, hasn't it? Yes. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say anything about Brexit, um, but I don't want to get into that one. Just giving you a little um, more work. It's certainly given um, more work um, for all exports, whether that be pork pies or whether it be dogs. Right. Um, so uh, unfortunately, it's made things a bit more complicated. In the olden days, um, you just had a, a, a what we call a pet passport. Yep. And to get that, you just had a rabies vaccination. Uh, and it would last for as long as the rabies vaccination lasted, so three years, and you could go back and forth and come back and was uh, either take one treatment before you came back. And so, in, in effect, nothing's changed in terms of what's required, i.e., uh, you need a rabies vaccination. Yeah. Um, you need to wait 21 days, so you can't go tomorrow. Uh, if you decide you want to go to Europe, uh, you have to think ahead. You need to get a rabies vaccination done. Dog needs to be microchipped, which obviously all dogs legally should be microchipped anyway. Yeah. Um, so that shouldn't be a problem. And then there's a 21 day wait, and then you can do paperwork to get you abroad. And it's called the animal health certificate. And instead of being a couple of you know pages long and, and takes five minutes to sort out, it's about 10 pages long, and you have lots. It's basically the same piece of paper if you give a traveling from Botswana to the EU as it goes from the UK to the EU. So there's, so there's lots of crossings out and uh, paragraphs that don't apply. 
Um, so yeah, so it's, it's, it's a bit of work, and there's about 25 official stamps. We have to go bang, bang, bang. It's a bit like a librarian. If we go through this, we have to initialize and sign everything. Um, but that's the piece of paper, uh, and unfortunately, it's a single-use document, ah. which is bad. Which means each time you go to France or Spain or wherever, you need to have a new certificate. Oh my goodness! And, and pay for it. So you don't need a new vaccination because that was still done. But you, so for example, if you were going once in March and then once in October. You need to get the paperwork done twice in the new space paper, which is obviously uh, a bit more expensive. Uh, coming back, or mentioned coming back, um, because when you come back, it's the same applies as it used to on the whole pet travel scheme, where you need to have a tapeworm treatment you know, between one and five days before re-entering the UK. Right. And that again, you fill that little bit of information out on the on the 10-page documents um, before you come back into your surveting. France or Spain or wherever. Oh, really? Before you come back? Before you come back, yeah, because there's a, a weird, officially uh, tapeworm free in terms of the Kleinococcus, which is a nasty tapeworm that we don't have in this country. Um, so that's the way it works. So you've literally, you take your dog abroad, do whatever you're going to do, and you've got to find a vet. Yeah, I find a vet in the 24 to uh, 24 hours to 120 hour window before arriving back in the UK. So you have to think ahead. But yeah, it's just a bit of a pain. Uh, and the, the document is also dual language, so it depends which country you're going to as to what uh, document you need. So if you're going to uh, get the, you're going to hit France first, even if you go to Germany, you get a French and English to French one. So it's wherever you hit first in you. But you don't have to worry about that, the veterans all that out for you. I remember when it, at first I think you were doing your first ones and you were like, it's taking me ages. Have you got a lot quicker now uh, doing it? <laughs> It did quicker, yeah, but I mean, unfortunately, there is a significant amount of, you know, of basically packing around uh, of, of cross-out paragraphs, and then you have to uh, copy uh, vaccination uh, certificates. You then have to do stamp, 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 and then yeah. you have to copy the whole document as well. The owner needs to sign a declaration to say it's a non-commercial movement as well. So, um, which again is just another piece of paper yeah. the owner has to sign. So, there's a, a few little. So, this is for non-commercial movement. So, this is a bit obviously applied to Canicross or yeah. going on holiday. Um, if obviously you're changing, if you're changing ownership, that's a different piece of paper called uh, an export house certificate. But we won't go into that one because that's an even more complicated piece of paper. Oh, but but I, what I was going to say, I know there's a lot of Canicross people out there because. Canicross dogs, hands and stuff are bred. There's a lot bred over in Europe, so they bring them back. So they mm. would need something like that. But as you know, yeah, that, that, that comes from that side. So yeah. then it's a, there's a, again a different uh, document for imports of dogs into the UK. But they'd have to go through yeah, and take them. They'd have to go through there. Oh yeah, they need yeah. The They'd have to go through their own sort of uh, vet system in in Germany or France or wherever. Um, but the, yeah, the animal house is a is a pain. I think I've covered everything on that one. It's kind of uh, oh, it's okay for four months of onward travel as well. So if you were going to spend all winter during events, you could you can you can travel from. So once you're in the EU, you're okay. You can go from France to Belgium to, to wherever. Yeah, and you can have four months as long as you return to the UK within four months. You're okay. So actually, if you because I know there's two events, I can't remember where they are, but you'd be cheaper to let someone look after your dog out there. If it was, a, you know, if it was a month or so, yeah, potentially, it's, it's it's all a bit sketchy because with the animal health certificate, the owner is supposed to travel with the dog, oh, okay. or within five days of the dog. But who's monitoring that? Yeah. Um, so you know, when you're travelling out, you need to leave your dog out there for a couple of weeks, come back to the UK, and then go back and meet your dog. Who knows? 
you know. Um, but I know, ballpark, how much does an animal health certificate I think it depends on, on, on I, I don't know what people are charging them. We, we charge the best part of two and a half quid now. I think if you've got to do that each time you're going for yeah. So it, it, I think there are some specialist companies on, online that might churn them out a bit cheaper at different vets. Some, a lot of vets don't even do them because it is actually quite tight, quite time consuming. Oh, yeah. And it's not work that vets really want to be doing. So and you also need to have the uh, an official veterinarian. So you need a, a slightly different qualification you have to have to go on an extra course <laughs> to, to get your little badge to, to enable you to, <laughs> to do it. So, so a lot of the vets, so for example in our practice, not all the vets have got that certification just because there's no point in lots of people doing it. Yeah. And also, the more you do, the faster you get at it as well. So we have about five or six people that do it. Yeah. Um, but again, some vets probably don't have anybody who's an OV, and therefore they won't offer that service. And you also have to think ahead, because because the work's quite time-consuming, and within a, a day, it's not like you could phone up one day and say, I want to, I want to travel tomorrow. You think a month ahead at least, and contact your vets and say, I'm planning to go in September. What do I need to do? And just have that conversation. And are there any other vaccinations apart from the rabies that need to um, be done or are optional? Or yeah, le- le- legally, in terms of getting to, 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 to Europe, um, no, rabies vaccination is all you need. Right. So, um, But what other ones would you suggest? Well, I guess in terms of um, uh, travelling, uh, you know, there's the same diseases along the continent as we're here. So distemper, parvovirus, hepatitis, leptospirosis, all of those are probably standard vaccinations that should be maintained anyway. So we have those. Is that in our general? That's in your general one. You can obviously have the kennel cough one, which is Bordetella. If you're transferring dogs to other dogs that you're mixing with lots of other dogs, then obviously um, the kennel cough or acute trachea bronchitis is is definitely something um, that's going to cause... uh, They'll probably do that. Yeah, yeah, so it's like you put your dog in kennels and do kennel cough vaccination, they would probably be sensible to... Do that, and if you travel to southern Europe, there is a vaccine against leash mania, which is a, a slightly different disease, but you have to think well ahead for that one. Okay. So, that's if you're going down to Spain or southern Italy, there might be some reason to, to do that. But that's called canny leash, it's a different sort of vaccine, but you have to think months ahead for that one, right? Okay, and just talk to me about the lepo is it the lepo? Lepto, lepto one, um, but only because we were asked a question about that, is it? Is it dangerous? Because there's a new variation or something, isn't there? Um, just yeah. Is it, is it dangerous? Um, the short answer would be no. Um, <laughs> I think um, there's two different classes of leptospirosis vaccine. There's lepto two, which has two little serovars, so two different bits of lepto. The leptospirosis is a bacteria, and there's slight variations on the. I guess it's like different bits of coronavirus. Yeah. You know, there's different variants. Um, and there's there's two main ones that we get in the UK, and that's the uh, most, uh, I guess, it's still the most popular vaccine is Lepto2, but there's something called Lepto4 that's produced by a couple of companies. Um, and there's been a bit of sort of, I guess, a bit of sort of a, a chit-chat about whether Lepto4 is causing more in terms of side effects or problems. Um, I don't think there's any real evidence for that, to be fair, um, but I think there's some strong opinions uh, and so I'm not going to go into that one. No. Uh, we use lepto, so uh, we don't have any problems with that, like pretty much ever. Um, obviously, there's always going to be pretend and, and um, going to whether you should vaccinate your dog, and 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 that is a different conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But in terms of side effects, I think they've been proved to be pretty safe over the years. 
Lepto fall is still, you know, given to a lot of dogs and still used in a lot of practices. Um, and so I don't believe there's a significant issue there. But um, there's, it's the same with lots of products. If you go on the internet and plug in any product you put on your dog, you will find a whole list of, yeah. of scare stories about this killed my dog. Uh, and they're not always the most reliable sources, mm-hmm. unfortunately. I don't know if anyone's really realised that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Nonsense. It's yeah. always going to be a war. Because people change our minds, you know, as, as information comes through, then, then things will change. So we'll see. But so go and ask a professional. Yeah, I, I think so. I think a search and uh, looking at Google is probably a bit dangerous. Yeah. Especially the booking at very reliable source. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, excellent. So if you're traveling abroad, you need to you need to plan it. Plan so, it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Basically. Brilliant. today's episode don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends and if you get a moment please leave us a review we'll see you next time on canny cross conversations thank you to our sponsor get stronger run faster 5k find out more about the course at the link in the show notes it's great for canny crossers and runners to improve their 5k time and keep up with the dogs And it will really help you to enjoy running more and avoid injury.